All right, I guess it's all over now. Good morning. I'm Rockwood 07's prospector. Tampa Bay's Antonio Brown experiment is over. The Buccaneers let him go yesterday after he had a tantrum, took off his gear, and left the field during yesterday's game against the New York Jets. Now, the Bucs were losing 24-10 in the third quarter when Brown had his meltdown on the sideline. He took off his jersey and pads, dropped him on the ground, then took off his shirt and gloves and threw those into the crowd. Then he walked through the end zone, did some jumping jacks, gave the crowd at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey the peace sign, and jogged to the tunnel. It's not clear why Brown was so upset, but one report says he was arguing with Coach Bruce Arians because he didn't want to go back in the game. He may also have been upset that the team wasn't giving him enough plays to make his $1 million bonus. We don't know for sure. Tampa Bay came back in a win 28-24, but after the game, Coach Arians said, quote, he's no longer a buck, that's the end of the story, end quote. Tom Brady, who lobbied to get the Buccaneers to sign Brown in the first place, said, quote, everyone should be compassionate and empathetic to some difficult things that are happening, end quote. I gotta say, Tom's right. Something difficult is going on with Antonio Brown. It seems to me and I am by no means a professional here, but it seems to me that A.B. needs some help, some behavioral help. And there's no shame in seeking the help of a mental health professional. Not to me. No, to me, the only shame is letting pride or shame or something else get in the way of you getting your mental health right. Especially when you work in a profession where others before you have suffered traumatic brain injuries that have destroyed lives for years and years. Look, maybe I'm wrong, and he's all right, and this is simply a temper tantrum on full display for the public. But when you look at A.B., when you look at Antonio Brown's life for the last few years, you got to at least be concerned. I hope you get the help he seemingly needs. I do. But A.B.'s not the only one. And it's not just in football. There are millions of people in this country who are too ashamed to work on their mental health. Too proud, too nervous, too worried about others finding out, too worried about being labeled. And I get it. It's a big step. And it's not exactly looked upon the same way as going to the dentist. But it should be. It needs to be. I've got issues with social anxiety. Not a great thing when you're at a job that requires you to meet with people all the time. A job that requires remote broadcasts and standing in front of large crowds. And I do struggle sometimes with strong social anxiety. It's not crippling, but it's sometimes debilitating. And it definitely gets in the way, not just in this job, in my day-to-day existence, in my relationships with family, friends, and my wife. So I'm seeking help for that part of my health, that part of my life. I'm in therapy to deal with that issue. I'm just getting started. It's probably going to be a long road. I don't know. But trying to understand what happens to my body and my mind, trying to find ways to deal with that anxiety, with those feelings, and hopefully be better able to deal with them and not just shut down and stay at home is the goal for me. Now, my point is this. We all need to put our mental health as a high priority, a top priority and not let outside influences get in our way of doing it. We need to normalize it, not demonize it. Now, there's going to be A-B memes. There already are. A-B jokes all over the place, and I get it. Some of them are going to be funny. But let's not forget that an actual human being seems to be suffering here. Let's hope he can get the help he needs and get it figured out. And for the love of God, let's not belittle him or ostracize him if he decides to seek that help. I'm sorry I'm so serious about this this morning, but to me, and I think to all of us, it should be serious business. Attention, classic BlackBerry customer. As of tomorrow, your classic BlackBerry device will stop working normally. We want all customers to know. Well, actually, this message is only meant for you. You, Bill Hoffman of 27 Westside Drive, Canton, Ohio, you're the holdout. Way to go, Bill. You really got your money's worth. I mean, really, Bill, if this device was a human, 
it'd be able to drive and get a job by now. We see in your notes you still have a Magnavox tube TV. Way to stick it to the man, Bill. Well, enjoy the few remaining hours with your BlackBerry. So long, friend. Northeast PA's Classic Rock, Rock 107. Good morning. It's uh, time to have a little fun on the phones. I'm Rock 107's Prospector, and it's time for another Prospector prank call. Today, I'll be posing as a uh, person from a doctor's office calling in a prescription. Now, the prescription, no big deal, but the name of the person it's being prescribed to is ridiculously long. That's the prank. So here we go. It's another Prospector prank call on Rock 107. Pharmacy, how may I help you? Yeah, hi. Who am I speaking to? Tran. Hi, Tran. Uh, I'm calling from uh, with a prescription from Dr. Johnson's office. Okay, and what are we prescribing? It's amoxicillin, 500 milligrams, and it'll okay. be 21 quantity. Okay, and the patient's name, please? Okay, this is, it's kind of hard. It's a, it's a long name. Let me give it to you. Uh, it's Aaron. Aaron. A-A-R-O-N. A-A-R-O-N. Okay. Right. And then the last name is D-H-A-K. D-A-H-K. Okay. L P S Okay. O O R Okay. M N O P And then T L A K Okay. Yeah, I, I know it's a long one. I'm sorry. That's okay. P O O L O O P P O O P O O O O There you go. Can can you read back to me the name? Um, it's Aaron. Yeah. Um, the last name is, I have... You want me to pronounce it for you? Look, I know it's hard to pronounce. Yes, please. Okay, it's Lock Poop Sornum Noop Tuluki Pulu Pulu Poo Poo. Got that? Yes, I got it. All right, great. Try it again, because you're going to have to call their name out, right? Am I right? Yes. All right, go ahead. I do not want to pronounce it wrong. No, 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 I'm with you. I'm, I'm trying to help yes. you here. how about I just call him by Aaron? Well, there could be another Aaron, though, right? Yes. Try it. Go ahead. Aaron, and then give me the last name. You, you got to go faster than that. Look, I'll count to three. Just say it as fast as you can. Here we go. One, two, three. No, no, no. no. Try it again. Is this a joke? It is. <laughs> oh my god i'm sweating no trent it's not real it's a it's a prank it's prospector prank call it's not oh real oh my god i was gonna say whose last name <laughs> yeah is it's that? prospector you're on rock 107 right now for the prank call <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i uh, look i'm sure your pharmacy guys get plenty of odd names right yes but not this long <laughs> breaking the news that's already broken it's time for prospectors briefs on Rock 107. Saturday Night Live honored Betty White by rerunning an episode she hosted in 2010. The episode paid tribute to her by also dying. A lot of people will be observing a dry January. Not included in the group of people not drinking this month. Jaguars fans who saw them get pummeled by the Patriots 50-10 to 10 yesterday. Sexually transmitted diseases are soaring in California. Of course, Kim and Chloe just happen to be single. I'm just saying... Prospector ruins everything, even the news. Tune in tomorrow for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. 
When you think cryptocurrency, you think Bitcoin, Shiba, Robinhood. Uh, no, Radio Shack. Yep, Radio Shack is rebranding as... You mean the place that used to be in the strip mall that used to sell cables and cheap electronics? Yeah, rebranding as a cryptocurrency exchange platform. Didn't they file for bankruptcy in 2015? And now they're leading the way for blockchain tech to reach mainstream adoption. You don't even know what that means, do you? Um, no. Want to buy a camcorder? Or a cassette player that also features AM, FM radio? No, but good luck with your cryptocurrency thing. I'm sure you're going to kill it. Radio Shack Crypto. Come on, take a chance. Speaking of Radio Shack, when I was a kid, I had a remote control car from there. It was the best. Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. I read this story yesterday and was telling my wife, Tara, about it at Linda Kay's Diner in Greenridge over breakfast. Uh, it's amazing. Back in October, a hockey fan and med student in Seattle named Nadia Povichki, and I hope I said her name right, went to see the Seattle Kraken play the Vancouver Canucks. And she ended up saving a guy's life. She's sitting behind the Canucks bench, and she noticed a weird mole on the assistant equipment manager's neck. So she typed a message to him on her phone and showed it to him through the glass. And he didn't just dismiss it. He took it seriously. His name is Brian Hamilton, and it turned out she was right. Nadia was right. It was a melanoma. It had to be removed. Thankfully, he's okay. He posted about it on the Canucks' Twitter page on Saturday, trying to figure out who Nadia was so he could thank her. And now the Canucks and the Kraken are giving her a $10,000 scholarship to help her pay for medical school. Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. Not everybody's day goes according to plan. A lot of people, when their day falls apart, go online and share what's happened. I share their stories with you. Epic Fails on Rock 107. Have you heard about the lonesome loser? He's a loser, but he still keeps on trying. I managed to punch a customer's child as he walked around the corner, just as I was enthusiastically pointing his mother in the direction of what she was looking for in our store. Loser! I found out that my girlfriend has been cheating on me. How did I find out? I'm sitting in a hospital room being given antibiotics, so you do the math. I'm a loser. Their lack of success makes us feel better about our lives. Epic fails on Rock 107. I was in the elevator with my new boss. He asked things like, how are you? How's your day? And what's for dinner? I answered everything and tried to make small talk. Then I noticed he was wearing a Bluetooth and was talking to someone else. Are you a big loser? Yes, you are. You are a loser. After a kidless romantic dinner complete with fancy wine and a back rub, my wife decided that researching flat earth theories was more interesting than sex with me. Loser. Their defeat is our victory. Epic fails on Rock 107. I asked my husband if he knew what day it was. His answer, garbage day. While that may be true, it's also our six-year wedding anniversary. <laughs> I demanded to know why my boyfriend even stays with me if he's not interested in marriage. Your children hates my family, barely talks to me when he gets home, and seems uninterested in sex. Apparently, the cheap rent on my apartment was his sole interest in me. Sorry, you're such a loser. What's a yambag? A fool, an idiot, a blockhead, a dunce, or an ignoramus. You know, a dullard, simpleton, or a clot, nitwit, dipstick, pea brain, mouth breather, or cretin. 
It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Jam Bag of the Day, as decided by you at rock107.com. Here are the nominees. Nominee number one. This is sort of like robbing a house and then leaving your business card in the screen door on the way out. A 44-year-old man in Delaware named McRobert Williams, yes, McRoberts is his first name, robbed a Wells Fargo bank in Wilmington last month. He walked up to the bank teller, handed her a note that said, quote, this is a robbery, I need $150. She gave it to him and he ran out, but he didn't go far. He stopped at the ATM outside and used it to deposit the money into his account. Then he ran off. Police later found him behind a nearby shopping center. He reportedly told cops he'd traveled to Delaware by riding on the exterior of a cargo train and that his mind is currently being controlled by a third party through an implant located somewhere in his body. McRoberts was charged with second-degree robbery and is currently being held on a $6,000 cash bond. Nominee number two. These guys might be the luckiest and unluckiest criminals in the world. Two idiots in England named John Watson and Mark Goodram stole someone's debit card information in 2019 and used it to buy five scratch-off lottery tickets. John's 34 and Mark's 38, and they both have long rap sheets. They didn't have an actual debit card. Mark just had the numbers and an expiration date written on his hand, but a convenience store cashier ran it anyway. Well, three of the tickets they bought were losers. One hit for 10 pounds, about $13 in America, but the fifth ticket hit for 4 million pounds, around 5.3 million American dollars. John called lottery headquarters, told them Mark had purchased the winning ticket and said they were splitting the money. Then Mark got on the phone, but hit a snag when they needed a bank account number to transfer the money to. He said he didn't have a bank account, and that raised a huge red flag because the lottery people knew the ticket was purchased with a debit card. So they refused to pay him out until they looked into it. John and Mark decided to go to the newspapers and claim they were being cheated out of the money, which put a target on their back, and cops arrested them for fraud. A judge just sentenced them to 18 months in prison, and because the purchase was fraudulent, they don't get any of the winnings. And the winner is... The man who robbed a bank then deposited that money into his own bank account at the ATM just outside of the bank he robbed. Yeah, you are the yam bag of the day. And we'll move on to Friday's Yam Bag of the Week competition. Stay tuned for all the nominees for Prospector's Yam Bag of the Day. Weekday mornings right here on Rock 107.